Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, sports fans? Thanks for tuning in to some Untapped Keg Sports, part of the Believe Podcast Network. We are the podcast that goes into all things Wisconsin sports, including some national stories. I'm one of your hosts, RJ Zimmerman, here with the nose for the end zone, Monte Ball. Indeed. How you doing, big guy? I'm good. Speaking about nose for the end zone, man, I don't think... and and. and Maybe we'll talk about this today. Maybe we won't. But nose for the end zone in the league right now. I'm biased, of course, because I watched the team know the guy. But it seems like Melvin Gordon's got the nose for the end zone now, too, right? He's scoring like I every mean, game. You know, did he did he take your mojo Space Jam sp- style or what? Dude's not getting enough credit. My goodness. He is. <laughs> he, he looks like he's got a step back that he did not have last year. They're going to resign that's him. That's good on him. That's good on him. Um, but how you doing, man? Good. You know, uh, I helped somebody move yesterday, so we kicked up a lot of... No, I don't mind it. Like I told... told, Stop lying. Like I told my wife, like, if it's not my stuff, so I'm not in a hurry, I don't mind moving stuff, right? But, like, if it's my stuff, and I'm, like, in a hurry because I have to get my the truck, like, to a different place or whatever, it it was actually... It was not a bad time, right? Right, Um, right. And it was a little bit of a workout. So it was it was good, but we kicked up a bunch of dust. So like my allergies for the past, you know, twenty hours have been just unreal, unreal. For real? Yeah, I mean I'm, I and it's not like, you know, when your allergies hit, like hit you, and it's just like almost like water just running, and then you can feel it run into the back of your throat. That's what I got right now. It's fantastic. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's that's. I'm getting destroyed right now. My allergies. Uh, trying to chug a lot of water, flush it all out. It's it's mm-hmm. killing me. I, w- I wake up in the morning, my eyes are like all red. My nose is stuffy. Little puffiness around my uh, sinuses. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it, it's 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 here. It is here. But excited to excited to have another show, man. Do another show. Talk about some some exciting things. I kind of want to. I kind of want to start it off just real quick about uh, I think I think what's hot right now it's it's hot of course uh, still hot the Aaron Rodgers stuff um, except for on our show the, yeah, all right the NFL has decided to come down with their decision on that three hundred thousand dollar fine to the organization that's okay I mean obviously that's Mm-mm. that's that's a not lot enough. of money but that's it's not a lot of but it's not a lot of money compared to other situations but. My whole thing is the fourteen thousand dollar fine to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, but wait, there's more. What? Are you ready for this one? It's not What's just up? Aaron Rodgers that got fined fourteen thousand dollars. They find Alan Lazard the exact same number. That see what I'm talking about? That doesn't make that fourteen k doesn't make any sense to me mm-hmm. with somebody who who lied, mis mis misled a lot of folks, understood the protocols. And then try to double down and 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 make it seem like he's the intelligent one. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Then 
felt as if he was getting attacked, his back up against the wall, felt he's being discriminated against uh, because he's, you know, an anti-vaxxer. I mean, just digging the hole deeper and deeper. And I think that would have been a wonderful opportunity for the NFL to set an example. I, I hate saying that, but but Rogers did it to himself. But that's life. NFL, exactly. NFL should have been like, all right, this is an opportunity for us to set an example to let folks know that, you know, we 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 take great pride in our and our COVID vaccine protocol, um, whether you are vaccinated or not. And if you test positive, then we got the the seven day or whatever it is, 10 day hold. But if you're if you are vaxxed, all that stuff, their entire protocols, they had the opportunity to really showcase how serious they are about it towards somebody who's one of the faces of the entire league. Mm-hmm. Dropped, but dropped the ball, fumbled the bag. I, I, I don't understand that. Then you got, then you got Ceedee Lamb, other players like this who, who are getting fined twenty thousand dollars for an untucked jersey. Yes, I have to admit, I have to add this part. Repeat offender with the, with the untucked jersey. Uh, and I just say the repeat offender because that's just what it is in the NFL. It's an offense. Um, but come on, but come on. I, they just don't care about the health and safety of uh, employees. That's what that's what this shows, right? They, they don't they care more about dress code than 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 lives. They, they care more about <laughs> yeah, just appeasing this very small segment of people that just whatever do do what you got to do. But I mean, the NFL. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, no fun league, dude. <laughs> I was about to just hop in. I don't under what's going on. You can't. And, and yeah, when I was playing in the league, same stuff. You, you got fined for stuff like that. But it seems like to me, it's, it's a lot more strict nowadays because we have players with untucked jerseys. We have players with with solid color shoes. We had players with you know your their socks were down for for half a quarter and stuff like that. But they weren't getting fined like. They were they they were given more warnings as opposed to I think nowadays. So you got that component, and now you also have this taunting piece that at some point, okay. So for the folks who don't know, I'm jumping around here, but the taunting now they're throwing flags. A lot of them changing outcomes of games essentially by by field possession well, position. Excuse me, with with these flags about yeah. taunting. It's not really <laughs> taunting, right? And then. <laughs> when when you have that referee like jump into that defensive player and then throw the flag like you are dude you should be literally fired for that there's no place for that in this league like as a referee you're there to hold up uphold the rules right make sure it's a fair game that's being played yeah. and that's it like you don't insert yourself yeah. into like the outcome of a game and that's what stinks about umpires, referees, and everything. When you do a great job, it's not acknowledged because True. it's not a story, right? The True. story is what goes on on the field. But when you do a bad job, that's when people notice it. I mean, right. if you want to know the honest truth, it's a lot like a lot of jobs out there. Nobody notices it until A, it's gone, B, it's a bad job, or C, like... If you do a good job, it's just you're a ghost, right? Like, right. That's it. So, yeah, that does think that 
you that is a way to get in the national spotlight, right? That is a way yeah, to show who you are, whatever. But it's not. Yeah. It just a this new taunting rule stinks. You can tell that it was developed it by an was. owner of a really bad team, and who is actually not a very good owner. Um, that's where it came from, and now it's deciding games, and it's very, it's a very, it's a. It's weird when they decide to enforce it and when they don't. Like it's not that's enforced the, at the same. Yeah, that's the problem with it. It's 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 all up to the discretion of the ref. There's no there's no gauging scale. There's no there's nothing like that. So you you can't you cannot have a you cannot have a rule in a sport of this magnitude. The NFL, the number one sport, it's it in on the planet. You can't have a rule that is is that that there's so much gray area with it. I mean, it's all gray area, I mean, unless if obviously the, the the guy is grabbing the opponent's yeah. face mask and screaming in his face, and scoring a touchdown, the blatant. But you're expecting. I love what Ryan Clark said when he was on the air, and and, and it's so true. You go; these players go all year training, grinding, blood, sweat, and tears in a very emotional game to make. Maybe one or two plays. I mean, yeah, granted, you're going to be making you're making a lot of plays, but those significant plays, and you expect for them to completely just silence their emotions. I mean, at, at some point, when are we going to get to that point where the NFL and these owners just focus on what you're supposed to be focused on? But when those players put their pads on and step on the field, just let them play, right? What what are we going to focus the on the off the field right like the, <laughs> the actual stuff like making a non toxic environment right absolutely Which, yeah <laughs> some teams are very good at that some teams are obviously really bad at it and yeah, yeah. like that is what should be the focus on trying to create environments that uh, promote not just like good people they promote good people right. Like a lot of the yeah. times in the NFL, the good people, once again, are not celebrated. It's the bad people that are celebrated. It's the bad people that are focused on, um, you know, but. Just let them play. Jeez. And that's the thing. Like <laughs> it, it's got to the point as a fan, like you can't even enjoy good plays because you're like, oh, no, is there going to be a taunting penalty? Oh, no. Like he talked to the other players. Is that going to be a taunting? Like it, yeah. it's not it, fun to watch. And then you got these stupid pass uh rough in the passer calls. Oh my. I mean, what is going that, on it, with the league? That has literally cost the Packers more than uh <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. just going back to like 3 oh, yeah. years ago with Clay Matthews <laughs> when he wrapped up let oh, go yeah. and got a rough in the passer, like cost him a game. Like that, I remember it cost him uh, two football. games in a row. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's 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 this just like what I think Tom Brady said it. Yeah, Brady said it. Yep. And and I'm an offensive guy too, you know, not a fan of defensive guys, respect them, but you know, we just got bad blood respect with defensive them, guys. That's guys how it mean. is. You're just mean. It, but, it, but it's it's becoming a very difficult game for defensive players. Mm-hmm. Extremely difficult, especially the corners can't even don't even look at the receiver or it's a flag. I mean, how this it's getting ridiculous. Now you got these roughing the passer calls, so you got these D linemen, you know, these Aaron Donalds, these folks who are running four fives at 280, 290, 300 pounds. 
you expect for them not to just, I mean, just a, I'm not even calling it a thud to the quarterbacks. There's some, some of these players are just like bumping them. They're just bumping them and they're yep. getting, that's, that's a big time call. That's 15 yards. Well, and then you, and then you it's have yards, some right? quarterbacks who get so. these calls like that. And then you have some quarterbacks that it's really roughing the passer and they eat the flag. And it's like, no, wait a second. This is a call that should be pretty black and Easy. white. Right? Yeah, it's pretty black this and white. It should not have <laughs> different layers, but it does. It has different levels. There's they they're like obviously Cam Newton got roughed a lot in the flag a lot. thrown. And part of that's because he's a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's a very black and white call. It's defender cannot take an additional two steps to hit the, the quarterback. It's very easy to see, especially with replay. You can't hit the quarterback up high in the face. Can't hit the quarterback below the waist when he when he's uh, when he's in when he's throwing the or no, I think at all actually. Like no, I think it's a little lower. I think it might be knee knee and below. Yeah, knee and below. That's really it. I mean, and obviously the the obvious. You know, don't freaking sumo rest don't mm-hmm. slam him and do all those wwe moves on him but the obvious pretty black and white but then you got these rules as we stated earlier the taunting it's like why is that why are you trying to control them on the field it's an emotional game <laughs> yeah yeah and you know look at what the nba did this year and taking out the making contact fouls and how much it has improved defense yeah. in the nba and the watchability of the NBA. Like, it's so much easier True. to watch the NBA this year. It has created a much better game to watch. Way better commissioner. It would be so much <laughs> easier, so so much more fun to watch the NFL if defenders were allowed to defend. And yeah. that's that, that's the parallel. That's the that's the line, right? So hopefully, hopefully they can do that next year. They can take a note. It'll probably be 10 years. And it will be the wrong thing. Um, it, of course, just like it has been, but for every other important issue, <laughs> I mean, let's let's get back to this this fine, right? Yeah, to kind of put put a bow on it, and we'll move on. Like you have somebody who, like, not just somebody, an entire organization, just yeah. doing everything against the rules, and you get this little like it's not even a slap on the wrist; it's like a it's like a tap of two fingers, right? Well, yeah, I don't understand the message you're trying to send, and they came out with it really fast, yeah. right? I don't understand what message you're trying to send, like especially when you hear that interview. How are you going to just yeah. two finger tap? Because that that is the problem. The biggest problem is to have an interview like that to just go have an entire organization working against these rules that you laid out. You it what you just did takes away a lot of your credibility. It does. A lot of your fines. It's like, oh, okay, I it doesn't it doesn't matter what I do. I'm gonna be working from behind. And this person's just gonna start, you know, with a 17 yard head start. That's that's how it's gonna be. And it's just it's it makes zero sense. It it doesn't make sense at all. And I think I think you said it best right there is what's the message? 
Yeah. What's the what's the message behind it? 14k to me that to me that's like a hey, you know, the rooms probably agreed to not find him at all, but then they're like, "Oh, I think we got to give him, you know, give him something." Ah, mm-hmm. uh, 14,000. Like, you know what I mean? It would've been different mm-hmm. if it was if it was 30k, 40k, 50k, 100k. But $14,000 to someone who's making like what probably close to two mil a game, yeah, yeah it's probably one mil a game. Ah, okay, I got to relook at his contract exactly, but it, but making a lot of money. Well, it's, uh, either way, it's like it's basically like fourteen dollars to him. It's nothing, dude. I mean, and, and the goal obviously is not to break his bank, and no matter what, no fine could do that. But it's all about a message, a, a message for for the rookies, for the college college football players who were going to go into the league like hey we set protocols we 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 care about you know the athletes lives their families lives especially during this global pandemic we're not anywhere close to being out of this pandemic so next year's rookies are going to come in and see that and be like oh you know I'm not I don't know how they're going to act but again long story short info had the opportunity to set up a message set a standard for how we're going to deal with liars People, people who mislead and, and place other folks' lives in danger. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Like it, you know, do what you want for yourself, but like, this is putting other people's lives at risk. Like people who don't have a choice. You're not giving anybody else yeah, a choice. You're saying exactly. I don't care. Uh, you know what happens to myself, and I don't care what happens to you. I don't agree with any of this because it's a little bit of an inconvenience for me, right? And yeah. just everybody else, whatever. Like, why are you even talking to me? And that's what this is. And that's what's so. That's what. That's what's so frustrating, especially when yeah. you see the way people want to talk about drunk drivers, but then you want to do this, and it's such a similar thing that it's ridiculous because you're not giving other people a choice through your choices, through your actions. Yep. And yeah. the similarities there are absolutely massive. And the fact that people don't want to see that or can't see that, and then you want to say I'm an intellectual, like go go read your books and then pretend you're an intellectual because you read those books. All right. Like <laughs> why don't you just talk about the defenses you're reading and then that's tell us yeah, you are an intellectual when it comes to that. But when it comes Absolutely. to life, it turns out you're a little bit of a clown and, uh, you know, maybe just stay in your lane a little bit. What it looks like. And I think the biggest point to take away from from Aaron Rodgers situation, uh, this is the biggest point, in my opinion, because, again, uh, who, who who are we to say, uh, you know, to disagree with his reasons as to why he didn't want to get vaccinated? Yes, your own prerogative to each their own, but you should have been honest about it at front. But the biggest thing, in my opinion, about the whole situation, I guess that people should be wondering, I guess people close to him, um, is critical thinking skills. Critical thinking. You knew the outcome if you were to test positive, right? You knew that outcome day one when they rolled out the protocol. Mm -hmm. And you still chose to mislead folks. But then also still chose to go to Halloween parties and stuff like that. So at this entire time, you knew the outcome. You knew you misled. And so you knew if you were to test positive, you're going to have to face the music. 
That is what you knew at the start. That happened, and you still, and you still chose to double down, <laughs> to triple down, to quadruple down. The critical right. thinking is, is, is like, how did you not see that this was going to, this, that there was a high chance, high probability of this happening by based on your actions, you going to parties and stuff like that, being unvaccinated. So long story short, 14K, in my opinion, is is not even a slap on the wrist. That's that's like a, that's like, I think it's even lesser than a than a, than a warning citation or like a warning from a police officer. That that's that's, that's like getting that's like getting one gold star taken off the board when you're in like kindergarten or, <laughs> or first grade. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, you're not doing too well today. Okay, <laughs> see you tomorrow. So that's um, hopefully well, some folks were able to learn something from the moment. Hopefully, uh, probably the wrong thing. So <laughs> that's true. That's unfortunate. So let's take a moment because I think we'd be uh, remiss not to and uh, give well wishes to Ches Malusi. You know, absolutely he had a big injury coming out last week. Uh, hopefully, absolutely. he can rehab. Comes back a hundred percent, and you know is able to keep his mind right as well because that's you know it's pretty yep. demoralizing, especially after the year he's had. He's he's been looking better and better. So, uh, you know, thoughts are out to Chez and you know get safe and or get healthy and stay safe and you know absolutely. I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because, um, yeah, that news came out, out for the season, unfortunately, and then he's the leading rusher for the Badgers. I mean, so that's really all I got to say. His productivity is there, um, has been there, but and, and obviously him coming from Clemson into a new conference, into uh, a, a big school um, with the, you know, the history of running backs, just that tradition, I mean, it was... This is this is unfortunate. I'm sure he was looking forward to a big year, and 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 that's sad. So yeah, most definitely wish wish him a speedy recovery, and uh, looking forward to seeing him next year. Um, real quick, let's talk about how good this defense is with the Badgers. Like a lot of people, and I, you know, I was uh, out of state with people who were watching who watched different college football games. And they yeah. were talking about Georgia's defense being like the best, and I'm like. Have you watched the Badgers? Because they've made good offenses look terrible. Yeah. And what we yeah. thought was like a huge weakness is honestly not much of a weakness. It's just every other facet is so strong. Like True. their secondary is way above average. But because everybody else is like top of the elite. Really good. They, <laughs> they look like, you know. So... This is very unreal true. what they're doing. It's Jimmy Leonard, man. I mean, I, obviously yeah. credit to the players. Uh, Leo yeah, Chanel, Stan Bourne. I mean, these guys are balling, playing lights out football, flying around. Keanu knows Benton. He's going to be a day him. one pick. Yeah, he doesn't get enough credit either. No, uh, he, he, does not, he does not get enough credit. His name does not get circulated enough. Um, but absolutely, this defense is is flying around, mm-hmm. and I've I've played against top defenses 
um, in the country when I was playing at Wisconsin, that being Michigan State's defense at the time, Wisconsin, or excuse me, uh, Ohio State's defense at the time. The Badgers' defense is way better than the is better, not way, way is better than those teams that I just mentioned uh, when we were playing against them. I, I have not seen a Badgers defense like this in the, in 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 all of Badger football history. One and then two. Outside of obviously giving credit to the players, got to go with the common denominator here, and that's Jimmy Leonard. Dude has been crushing it since he stepped in the role. And one thing we've talked about a lot is coaches coaching to their talent and not trying to mold yeah. their talent to their coaching. Yep. And I think it's pretty obvious after, you know, what is this, year five with Leonard taking over the is defense? Really Maybe five? four. Whatever four it five. is. Yeah. Um, it's more he, than three, that's for sure. He really gets the most out of the talent that he has there. And it's ridiculous. It's unreal what what continues to happen. And it doesn't matter who goes out, the next man up is always more than ready to play. Like they do such a good job, and we talked about this earlier too, of yeah. using practice to get better to mm-hmm. uh you know progress players along. That's what practice is for, right? Right. And it's obvious that that happens because you have injuries to players or players aren't there and you don't notice it. Mm. Right? Like that's a development that yeah. develop what how he and it starts with him and obviously it goes to the position coaches and that's such that's something that gets overlooked a lot is the importance of position coaches, but right. what they do as a unit there on the defensive side of the ball is more than special. Like it's unheard of and the credit that i think that jim leonard gets a lot of credit i don't know if he gets enough credit like that's how much credit he deserves and it's just it's so much fun even watching these games on saturdays even though they can be a little bit boring because that offense is so frustrating (laughs) like that defense is fun to watch it's never they are like half the game at least half the game is fun because of what happens they fly around the ball the effort the effort level like that's where you can really see the coaching is always like they're always sprinting to that ball to that last whistle like you could see somebody getting blocked out of it on the backside he sprints towards the ball even though he's blocked out of the play and that's the difference between giving up five yards and giving up 15 somebody doing that backside pursuit so that's absolutely that's it's it's phenomenal what they're able to do there. And I just wanted to touch on that quick to give them their due. So no, no, can I chime in? Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Go. Uh, No, I think, I think it's, uh, no, there's three things. Yeah. I want to say to that. Uh, One, you think, you think the Badgers win against Penn state. If Leo Chanel's playing, he did not play that game. No, you don't think they win? No, because offense, couldn't score <laughs> but we what what was they the, have lost the, zero games because of this defense like it zero of these games were lost because the defense somehow didn't right. produce enough like th- it's all on the offense but that's but what i'm saying that's not what i'm saying though. i'm right. not saying it was the defense's fault no i'm just saying he's that much of a game changer do you think he is absolutely you think so i think they had the entire offense game plans away from chanel or possibly at chanel taking the lineman directly at him. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I guess we'll never know. And other two things you, I had. I guess, do you think that 
he creates a turnover that goes into scoring a touchdown because that's that's how they win that game is if the defense scores a touchdown. The defense turnover. gets a, cur- a turnover, like short field. Even then, they may not score. But True. that's the only way, honestly, that a defensive player is going to affect it that much. Right, right. All right, two. Oh, gosh, what were you uh Position um, coaches, Jimmy Leonard getting enough credit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what I was going to say is because well, well, you said that he, you don't think that Jimmy Leonard is getting enough credit. I agreed to that initially, but then I was like, oh, wait a second. He probably is getting a lot of credit by because I guarantee you he's turned down a lot of head coaching positions. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like uh, I just think as much as we talk about Jimmy Leonard, he deserves to be talked about even more. I can't, what I can't I mean disagree. by that. Can't disagree. Can't disagree with that. Can't remember my third thing. Must not have been important. So but those those are those are the things that quick, I have for you. Uh, because you brought that up and turning down head coaching jobs, uh-huh. I just saw the rumor mill, and it's just a rumor. It's probably honestly nothing. But Jimmy Leonard as the Bears' next head coach. Do you think he would no. turn down an NFL head coaching job? No. I mean, you can't, right? You can't. I wouldn't. Especially I wouldn't. one that close to Madison, like where he True. loves to live and everything. Like you really, you don't have to sell your house. No, um, this is two hours, two hours away. Two and hours I mean, and 20 minutes. obviously they get him a private plane. That's 30 minutes. There's a private yeah. airport pretty close to there. <laughs> so that's true. I mean, this is, that's maybe, and as a Packer fan, I hate it, but. It is what it is. Good for Jimmy. And I- well, there's a lot of things. A lot of things the Packers should be hating right now. Obviously, OBJ to the Rams now, too. NFC. Uh, woo! Woo, especially that. Players, especially NFC West. They're all the good, good players come to the mm-hmm. NFC. They, they hate the AFC so much they want to come to the NFC. So It's a dog. That's what, that's, that's, that's what it's looking like. <laughs> that's what it's looking like. So, <laughs> I can't. All right, Kid transitioning from that to the NFL, this is what I wanted to talk about. And it, it has a little bit to do with OBJ, I guess, a little bit. Right. Jordan Love's debut. Did you get to see much of it or not much? Not much. I did not get to see much because I forgot what I was. I was doing something. Yeah. I, I I can't remember what I was doing. But no, I wanted to watch it, but didn't get the opportunity to like sit down and watch everything mm-hmm. uh, of his debut. So, I heard it wasn't that good. No, it was ugly. It was very ugly. And, you know, my buddy and I, who we uh, we text during the games because we have nobody else to talk to about it. Um, we were talking, and in the middle of the third quarter, I'm like, you know what? As much as this is on love, because he was very inaccurate. Like, before right. the, that two-minute drive where he went down, and he actually looked good during the two-minute drive, it's like I think there were maybe five passes that were on target, maybe five. Oh, so he sucks. So it was a it was a very poor debut. <laughs> so he sucks. <laughs> but also, I'm like, as much as he's been inaccurate and like he, no pre snap adjustments at all. Right. The game plan was terrible for a young first start for a quarterback. And I brought this up to my buddy, and he's like, you know, I was thinking the same thing. And then Matt LaFleur, after the game, says that exact thing. Like, my game plan was awful because I did not – I game plan like he was Aaron Rodgers. I did not game plan like he's making his first start in the NFL. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as a, as a head coach and an offensive coordinator, you see that they are running zero coverage and coming with blitz with everybody. You got to yep. make an adjustment during the game to account yeah. for that. And they did. All you got to do is you just create hot routes. So and they did do that. And you know the (laughs) two minute drill was kind of where you saw him come alive a little bit. And part of that was because it was more in his wheelhouse. Like it was less thinking. It was less you're just doing. And he actually looked good on that two minute drive. And you know, as much as I want to write him off, we've seen this from young quarterbacks before. You know, on the road. Kind He'll of be fine. Short week. I don't want to write him off and say that, you know, he's 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 literally nothing. But I've been saying this for years. Packers fans, we've been spoiled with quarterback play, and we're not ready for after Aaron Rodgers. It don't matter who it is, but it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. rough. And um You guys are a completely different I think you guys are the most like night and day difference like team when it comes to if that quarterback is not playing or not yeah that being Aaron Rodgers like you guys are a you guys go from Super Bowl contending team to literally like the Jets top five yeah top five pick (laughs) that's that's how it's been I mean you look every single time Aaron Rodgers misses a major amount of time they win maybe one game and those games are because the running back breaks off massive runs like that's it and the defense doesn't doesn't break why would you put that much? Obviously, yeah. So when I say this, when I, you obviously put a significant amount of stock, literally, in a quarterback. That's how. That's the nature of the game. But figuratively speaking, why are you putting that much stock in one player? You know what I'm saying? Like well, uh, this. This team is nothing without you. Like, and here's what go I think. prepare. Go prepare for if he's not there. And this is this has been the Packers' problem since Brett Favre, since Ron Wolf. Um, the quarterback is the ultimate masker of your deficiencies, right? So you think that you are putting some talented teams together. You are thirteen and three, ten and six every single year. So right. you think you have a talented roster. You think that the talent is there. You're like, I'm hitting these picks. I am doing exactly what I need to do. Like we don't, we don't need this, you know, uh, personality. We don't, you know, all that hubris coming from them. They don't know what they're talking about. I'm really good at my job. Of course. But then like when the proof is in the pudding per se, and you still don't see the lack of talent that's there, that what is being masked, like the hubris that develops from that GM mentality, it's, it is similar to what the Chicago Bulls had when they had Michael Jordan. They still had a really good. Um, oh yeah, exactly. I mean, Scottie Pippen. I mean, yeah. when 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 Jordan sat out, Pippen took them to the to the championship, to right. not to the finals, but to the championship. I mean, Scottie Pippen on any other team would have been. But I'm not saying would have been Michael Jordan. The but, finals is the thing, and he couldn't. He couldn't. Correct. But. Jordan couldn't either by himself, right? He needed that Scottie right. Pippen. So no, I love that analogy. I mean, I, li- I like that analogy. So you know, ra- wrapping up here, I'm not writing Jordan Love off yet. One thing no. I wanted was a solid look at him. I think we got a solid look. I think there's a lot that has to happen from the head coach down to quarterback play, and I think that they know that now, which is what's really awesome about 
Matt LaFleur is he's willing to take responsibility for this kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens next. So, I mean, I think it's just real quick. You know, I was just joking about the whole he sucks thing because, you know, you don't right. write somebody off that, that soon. But, but again, remember how Matt Jones started out. Right. Absolutely. Matt Jones was a little questionable when he started out and he's. He, listen to me. Here's my mic. He's balling right now. Yep. <laughs> He's balling right now. So just another example of the first showing doesn't mean much. Absolutely. I mean, obviously you want them to play well, but well, I mean, different sport, but Mike Trout hit like 150 in his uh, ML, first 200 MLB at bats. And then right. he comes out and he's MVP. So exactly. Exactly. Sometimes you got to let players grow. Josh Allen is a huge, huge. One. Yeah. Let him see. His, let him see his mistakes. Let him yep. see his mistakes against the ones on now. He on, on film. Now he can watch himself. Absolutely. But, Boom. you know, with that, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you. Where can they find you, Mons? You guys can find me at MonteBall28 on, uh, is that Twitter? Yeah, it's yeah. Twitter. <laughs> MonteBall28 on Twitter, MonteBall on Instagram. Um, go to my website, MonteBall.com. Get yourself a copy of my book, Nowhere to I Run. Like that product placement. I was going to mention like it, that product placement. that was very good. Go, go get my... Uh, a copy of Nowhere to Run. Um, I know some very important topics in there that I that I talk about. Obviously, the game of football, just sports in general, and really, and how that can impact and how how it does impact student athletes. Um, and obviously, alcoholism, addiction is is in here as well. So, if you are a parent, a teacher, um, obviously somebody who may be a student athlete or a professional player, what have you, I'm biased, of course, but check it out. RJ, where can they find you, man? Find me at it's Trickster on Twitter, ITZ, the I is the one in Trickster. Find us at Untapped Keg everywhere. Um, once again, this has been Untapped Keg Sports. We talk about everything Wisconsin sports. And we're part of the Believe Podcast Network. Check that out, B-L-E-A-V. They got lots of amazing podcasts. Uh, hit us up with questions. Let us know what you think. And you know what? Let's have a good, let's have a good weekend. Let's have fun. That's what we're supposed yeah. to be as fans. So... Check out our Sobriety Mental Health podcast on Sundays, uh, 9 a.m. Central Time. And we will catch you later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.